All right, hello, hello, and welcome back to the spells we tell ourselves. And I just want to preface this. I know it's like trendy to blame astrology for your feelings, but in this case, it's actually real. So let's get into it. This episode is going to be all about the blue full moon in Pisces. Okay, first of all, let's talk about Pisces. We all, all I believe, I think we finally have looped and we have now hit one year with the spells we tell ourselves. So you probably have already heard me talk about Pisces enough, but just a quick recap here. Pisces is very much our intuitive and awareness bestie. Like with this blue full moon that we have coming up, it's also a super moon. So this is going to be the biggest full moon of 2023 and it's going to be absolutely insane, bonkers. So with this full moon, Pisces, water sign, they are intuitive. They are the dreamers. They are very connected to themselves. They are going to be the ones who are like dream journaling and getting in touch with their emotions. So when we think about what this blue moon can mean for us, there's a lot of those elements coming into play. So here I'm, I'm actually going to do this a little bit differently than I normally do with these types of episodes, um, I want to talk about how you can work with this blue moon instead of just doing the journal prompts. So everybody with me on this? Okay. Here's some ways that you can work through everything that is going on for this blue moon. So for starters, we're going to do the very Pisces thing and keep a dream journal. I want everybody who listens to this podcast to to grab a piece of paper or a full-on journal and a pen and leave it right by your bedside because I want you to spend a few minutes and when you wake up tomorrow morning um, uh, the day after the full moon and write down everything that you can remember about your dreams. And maybe it's not a lot. Maybe you're like me and you're just not naturally a person who remembers their dreams, but write down anything that you do remember, any flashes, any colors, any names, any themes, anything that you can remember about your dream from the night before. I want you to write it down because one thing that I have noticed in my own dream journaling journey is that by doing this, you do strengthen your recall of your dreams. So if you can stick with this practice and actually make it a full-fledged practice, you will notice that you can actually start remembering your dreams when you first wake up. I know for me, uh, there have been plenty of times where I will get really consistent about my dream journaling and do it consistently and have it be in literal practice for me. And when I start doing that, it opens up so many doors. Like during Pisces season, every year I get really consistent and that's when I start lucid dreaming. That's when I start remembering all of my dreams. That's when I start having premonition dreams. So if you are not somebody who can typically remember your dreams, start dream journaling. And what better time to start than the full moon in Pisces? Um, another thing that I think that we should all look into is our emotions. Water sign. 
Come on, guys. We knew it was going to be emotional. I don't know about you guys, but just in these couple of days leading up to the full moon, I'm feeling very emotional. I feel like crying for no reason. And I mean, like my moon is in cancer, so I cry on the full moons anyway. It's just one of, it's just the thing about me, I guess. And I'm not a crier in my normal everyday life, but full moons, I cry, whatever. Um, anyway, so with all of this, start to look at your emotions. And this can be another opportunity for journaling is journaling about your emotions, but specifically about your energy level. Like what emotion is it that is making you feel the most energetic? What emotion is holding you back? What emotion needs to be looked at a little bit more? What can we start to look at as far as energy levels? So like, is anger a huge motivating emotion for you and you feel really energetic while you're angry or is happiness your main energy focus like start to look at what emotion it is when you feel the most energetic and which emotion is the one that is when you feel like laying on the couch and doing absolutely nothing um for me i get really energetic when I feel passionate about a subject, but if I feel bored for whatever reason, then I don't feel like doing anything. Like over, over the weekend, I went out um, with my partner and I was like, there was a point in the night where I was just like, all right, I'm done. And that's when I stopped wanting to participate in conversations. I stopped wanting to do things. And it's like, as soon as my brain hits that I'm not feeling it anymore moment, then that's when all social want starts to go out the window. Um, so looking at your energy level and how it relates to your emotion is another Pisces full blue moon. The last one, and I think we all know where I'm going with this shadow work. Use this blue moon to look at your shadow self. And to tie it back to that emotional piece, I want you to specifically look at your inner teen because your inner teen is the moodiest part of you. If you are feeling like maybe there is something from your teen years that you just haven't worked through, this is the full moon to start doing it. Look at how your inner teen is reacting. Look at how you can blame, like blame your emotions on your inner teen. So if there is something emotional that keeps on popping up, what happened during your formative teen years that is making you have issues with some sort of emotion? Um, and you can start to look at the why behind the triggers and do a little bit of inner teen healing. So for me, inner teen healing looks like poetry because when I was in high school, I was the weird kid who carried around a notebook and wrote poems all the time. I was actually a fairly decent writer and I... I stopped doing it for a while and I, sometimes I don't know why, but when I feel like doing inner teen healing, I do poetry. And that's the thing where I feel the most connected to my inner teen, because that was probably the healthiest coping skill that they had was writing poetry. Cause I know that we, we've talked about my transformation piece before where my inner teen has pretty much zero coping skills, but poetry was the only thing that I would deem a healthy coping skill from my teen years. 
So probably one of the best ways that I can tell you to heal your inner teen would actually just be reparenting yourself. And I I know that sounds wild, but with reparenting yourself, you get to show like essentially give your inner teen the parenting moment that they had wished they had had as a teenager. So what I mean by this is essentially you're sitting your inner teen down and going, look, I, I want to, one, validate my inner teen's thoughts and emotions and feelings and desires and blah, blah, blah. So I am validating the experience of my inner teen And then I am then going to turn around and kind of flip the perspective. So we're essentially going, we're doing gentle parenting on ourselves here. Basically what we're doing is we're going, look, I understand why you feel whatever feeling. And I understand that this situation has hurt you, but this conclusion that you have come up with in your mind is incorrect because blah, blah, blah. So essentially what we're doing here is whatever emotion it is that we learn during our inner teen years, we are going, I validate your emotion and your experience, but that emotion and experience does not mean that every single other thing that looks just even the tiny bit close to it is going to end up the same way. Yes, validate your feelings and your experience, but things are allowed to be different. Things are allowed to turn out in different ways. You don't have to keep rewriting the same story and the same narrative over and over and over again. So if we are going to reparent our inner teen, we need to show them compassion and love, but we also need to teach them to differentiate between that one, that instance and that emotion that they experienced as a teenager and how it can be different in the adult life. Um, Some questions, some journal prompts that I think can be helpful here are um, things like, how did I handle my feelings while I was a teenager? What is different about me now that I am an adult and I can handle things a little bit differently? What feelings am I afraid to feel? So starting to look at those types of things while we do our inner teen healing. And I mean, like shadow work in general is going to be a really, really big thing for this blue full moon in Pisces. Um, I think that if you are looking for a time to start shadow work, this is a great time to start shadow work. Um, It can, I do want to say that it can be a very emotional shadow work time just based off of what's going on in our solar system and in alignment and what is happening as you guys have probably have already heard mercury is in retrograde in virgo right now so we also have communication being a barrier at the moment technology being a barrier at the moment um so there is a lot going on cosmically right now venus is still in retrograde um Mercury is about to go into retrograde or just did go into retrograde rather. And then on top of that, we have this full blue moon. So it's going to be a little bit wild. So practice your self-care. And that's probably the biggest takeaway that I want you guys to grab from this episode is 
If your body is saying rest, just rest. If your body is saying take a bubble bath for an hour, take a bubble bath for an hour. If you're if you are ready to let go of something, let go of it. It it's no longer serving you. Like it's time. And just honor your body whatever season it may be in. So, and that is where I will leave you with this blue full moon episode. And I will talk to you on Friday. Um and yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please follow me on Spotify or wherever it is that you are listening. Rate and review. It would be really, really helpful. Um, merch is launching on Friday. Oh my goodness, it's launching on Friday. That's wild. Um, so September 1st, merch is launching. So you can find that at yoginiwitchlibby.com. Um, what else do I want to say? Um, if you are not subscribing to me on Patreon, I suggest you do so. There is a lot going on there and I'm doing more and more all the time because that is where I'm looking to move all of my specials and my programs and my journal prompts and so on and so forth. Um, uh, let's see, cover art for this podcast was done by me and the intro music is Dream World by Star Fury. You can find their SoundCloud link in the description below. Um, bu- bu- bu. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at The Spells We Tell Ourselves or Yogini Witch Libby. You can get me in either place. All right. Have a good full moon and remember to get a good night's sleep on that day. Okay. Bye bye.